We're holding in Parakut Ches. In the end of Parakut Zion, we left off with two ways that the Benini could inspire his heart to inspire himself to action in Avodah Hashem. And that's how we translated the Pazaki, that even if he doesn't have complete control of his heart, he at least has control of his heart enough to inspire his actions, and that was the translation of the Pasuk, that even though he doesn't have complete control of his heart, but he has control of his heart enough to inspire him to action. Now the Tanya really said there, that anyone who has a mind in his head can think of the inspirational thoughts needed to inspire his heart to action. So it sounds like it's something that's available to everyone, besides the caveat that we learned in the last year, excluding someone who's a real Rasha, and we spoke about the tshuva that he needs to do in order to break through that wall, and he, that then he will also be able to have these thoughts and inspire his heart in this way. So again, it sounds like it's available for anyone to do, and the Tani even says it pretty strongly, anyone who has a mind in his, in his, in his head should be able to do this. But in Perik Yud Ches, the Tanya will move on to say that even someone who cannot go through this process and he can't even inspire the hiddenness of his heart through the inspiration of the deep contemplation of the oneness of Hashem and, and the awesomeness of Hashem that should technically inspire him to a desire, at least in his head, to connect himself to Hashem because there is only Hashem in the world and it's he really should want to do everything possible to grasp Hashem and to connect himself to Hashem. So even this he can't do, so the Tanya will give aids for such a person, which, as we will see, will really be very relevant aids for people like ourselves, at least for those of us, like myself, that feel like everything that was said till now is good to learn and to know that there is such a Madrega, but it might feel like that it's a little bit above where we're holding. So from here on in, the Tanya will be describing etzis for even someone, more simple etzis, how to arouse our natural love for Hashem enough to inspire us to be able to use that to be mekayim toyru mitzvahs. But before we go on to that, it's kedai that we should take a little time, the rest of this year, and maybe the next one or two shiurim, to gather together what we've learned till now. So as we move on into the next part of the Sefer, we can retain what we've gained till here. So the Tanya started in Perik Aleph by looking to define the Benini. And then he went on to introduce to us the fact that every Yid has two nefashas. He has a nefash alakis and a nefash abahamis. Each one of these two nefashas has in it a koyach of seichel and midas. It has an intellect and an emotion. And th- those two collectively are broken up into ten spheres. The intellect, the seichel, has three spheres, which is Chochum, Bina, and Das, three facets of intellect. The main idea, the way that it's expounded, that's Chochmah and Bina, which are like a father and mother. And Das is the connective force that lets that that information that a person knows and understands could breed, Midas, it could breed his emotions. And the emotions are the seven Midas, which the two primary Midas are Ahava, Vayira, or Chesed, and Gvura, Chesed and Gura are the name of the spheres, and the Midas that they translate then they translate into 
are Ahavavir, love for Hashem and fear of Hashem. And the rest of the Midas are combinations of the two or those two Midas expounding further out. And that's what makes up the seven Midas. So in general, we have the two Koychas of the Nefesh. The two main facets of every Nefesh is the Seichel and the Midas. And then we learned about the three Levusheha Nefesh, that these facets of the Nefesh, the Seichel and the Midas, express themselves in three Levushim of the Nefesh. Machshava Dibaromaisa, thought, speech, and action. And primarily, the Seichel expresses itself in thought and speech, and the, and the Midas express themselves more in action. Regarding the Nefesh Elakis, we learned something very important in Perik Dalit, that the Levushi HaNefesh, the expressions of the Nefesh, the Machshava Dibaromaisa, because they are outside of the Nefesh, they can carry the nefesh to a higher level than, nef- than the nefesh itself. It means there's only so much that the nefesh itself can understand and can feel in its seichel and its midas about Hashem. But since Hashem, Keviachal, enclosed himself in the Torah and in the mitzvahs, therefore when a person goes out of themselves and they use their machshav to express their nefesh and they attach their nefesh to machshav of the Torah, of the Tariyag mitzvahs, then they go out of themselves and they connect themselves and become one with Hashem. Because since Hashem is enclosed in the Torah, and they are enclosing the Torah and mitzvahs onto themselves, they they can become the person, his nefesh, can attach itself to Hashem in a strong, much stronger way than just its understanding and feeling by itself. And that was in Perik Dalit. And in Perik Hay, we learned the specialty of Limurah Torah, that the oneness of a person that he has with Hashem, through Limud Torah, because he's enclosed in the Torah, and the Torah is enclosed in him, and since the Torah is the Dvar Hashem, and the Dvar Hashem is one with Hashem, so that's a oneness that a person can attain with Hashem, a connection, a dveikus, and a oneness with Hashem, in the strongest way, is through Limud Torah.